0: Episode 238 of the Loud and Proud Podcast. Awards I Forgot. Waterlogged. No Blitzes. Do we need a Dome? The Dubs are Division 2 Champions. Minor and 20s. Look ahead. And a whole lot more coming up on the Loud and Proud Podcast. But first, Oasis. Loud proud today. Yeah, so. I I went through all the awards during the week, and you, if you've signed up to Loud and Proud, you would have got them. Patreon. dot com forward slash Loud and Proud to listen to them all. I got a lot of help from you as well. Uh, I asked for I asked for help on on some of the winners, and you, like a lot of people out there came up. Trumps Player of the Year, Performance of the Year, not look people sending individual performances and overall performances by the county. Uh, best newcomer, I had to split that three ways. Into newcomer, find um, young player of the year and most improved. So I split that to three ways and then funniest moment as well. And then I also added a few more awards that I concocted out in my mind. Broadcast, podcast, awards of the year, grounds of the year, impact sub. I think we know who that was. The worst player we faced. Mm. Some people think I was a little bit harsh. The um, saddest, most unluckiest kind of moments in the year. Best away day. We Three away days, they all vary. I don't want to give you the best one. It's, you might have an, uh, might have an idea which. Mr. Consistent as well. Best guest, worst guest on the Loud and Proud podcast, which you previewed uh, during the week. We'll be previewing Westmead fairly shortly in a couple of weeks. Uh, best tackle. Who we could add. What player out there could we add? I didn't, not, I didn't mention Samuel Roy because Samuel Roy... Is still in the panel. This is, these are players outside of the panel that could be, what's that word? Parachuted in, Um score and goal of the year as well. They're all in there. There's loads more, absolutely loads more. Um, most hateful player we play against, but just a few more to add. Right, who's the toughest lad? Who's the toughest lad player over this, over the season? Um, was it Iron Man from Roach? Was it? Tom McKenney was a conor grind, took an awful lot of hits, went off. Still came back on one of the games, showed his hardness. and Went toe-to-toe with uh, John Small as well. Probably going to give it to Conor Grimes. Another Sharky's toughest boots as well. Best haircut of the whole league. Not being biased here, but two sons now have mullets because of Ciarán Murphy's centre-half. Um, a lot of the boys have fairly straight championship haircuts. So, yeah, the mullet st- stands out in and It's a very much in fashion. Moment. So we're going to give it to the Pats man, who's heavily mentioned during the week on the podcast. Best free of the campaign. Sam had a f- few monsters, didn't he? Throughout the whole lot against Limerick. settle us down. Um, Derry as well to keep us in contention. I'm going to go with Peaches, though, in Crow Park. We're gagging for a score. He's... Didn't come up earlier on the far side, but he comes up on the right hand side and slots it over just to add to his resume. Um, as like maybe he might have been player of the season, I don't know. We'll have to listen. Um, best looking fans, I kind of have to say Mead, but, but then the bias comes in again. But, um, look, i leave it up to you. Maybe Derry Girls might be influencing you there. That great program. Game changer. Who's the game changer? And I think this man might have featured. He had featured heavily across the podcast, so I'm not going to say who it is, but we've a fair idea. There's a list of nominees for Player of the Season. This man. It was the game changer, I suppose overall. Some really good, funny moments in there as well, and just it was just a great league season. It's good to get a bit of closure on it and look back on it fondly. Like there was negative points in there as well, you know there was. There's no doubt about it. There's still things we can improve on, too. Like, especially looking at Dublin today. Let's yeah, let's get into it. The, the finals talk. Um we, I don't know. Like, it, it was it was interesting. I think Dublin had a lot more emotion in this game today against Derry. I think they wanted to beat Derry. I think they wanted to teach them a lesson. I think they want them to protect our base of Crow Park. And also Kind of say, right, you're an air turf now. Let's see what you have and let's see what I can put put on you. They laid it on, Tick to go had another goal. We didn't give up chances like that, but is it a case of they really had to work on that during the week after facing us? They left a couple of chances behind against Loud. We kind of sharpened the tools for them to go out and take care of Derry. And I, think that's, I I I said it during the week on the Patreon co- podcast that I thought they'd hammer Derry and I, obviously it wasn't a hammer but it's a fair hammer for Derry in the way they set up they're a little bit more defensive minded than us one thing, like Paul Cassidy he he, he was mentioned in one of the best players we faced goes unknown, unknown really but he's well seen in the, in the, the socks pulled up so you might be aware of him but he kicks a hell of a point today a defying point after the second goal uh good footballer. But yeah, Dublin really, really, um, I think they're up there. I, I said that they're miles ahead of Derry before the game even today in terms of All-Ireland race. You know, they're right up there in the top three in the country for me between Galway, Mayo, Kerry and uh, probably looking, yeah, probably just looking at them because I think Tyrone dipped off. Armagh dipped off wickedly as well. Donegal obviously. Um, and then Mon and two, they've just hung on, and I suppose the male boys have really rocketed up to win. But then, look at they could lose was coming the first next weekend, that would not surprise me. And um, look at the division four, a uh, good win for Sligo. Remember, Red Oak Murphy playing in draw, like that's the image that was used in, in that kind of that pointed final when they showed the clip of him Uh TG Carr coming up trumps again. Anytime he was mentioned, they showed that image of him playing, sorry, in Hagerstown. Uh, way back when we played them in the league, Uh what a classy football. just a sad, sad story that kind of re, resurfaced a year on from his untimely death. So, if you have any troubles or any issues, just talk to someone. Uh, it's, it's just shocking, it's shocking what was left behind and what, what some young people and old people go through, um, as well with suicide and that. But, um, but yeah, class football. Lucky enough, we didn't get to see any damage inflicted on loud by the Sligo boys or Red Oak but yeah they came up and they beat Wicklow and look it it's it was it was a tough night to play football especially with the Division 3 final as well with Calvin and and Fermanagh look we'll, we'll, have, we'll have Fermanagh at home next year and Calvin I think at home we played them away in 2018 in that Division 2 campaign with Pete McGrande just to us and battered us around the field that night it was a Saturday night in Breffinley Park but um, I would have no fears taking them two on and relegating them two back down, obviously Calvin have a little bit more of a sharper edge to them in terms of going forward with Paddy Lynch um, for Manor Oldham Kelm got very well marked but Sean Quigley won't go on for, forever uh, big big target man in the square, oh god what's his name I can't even say the Instagrammer like fairly one dimensional and then they wouldn't pump the ball in on top of them either so you just wonder like and have they improved that much since we played them I don't think they have obviously we've got the Collins back there's another season they're going to winter they're going to have with skill or not with skill with Derrick Donnelly are they, they going to come back again for another season under Kieran Donnelly who's a good manager but we look to keep ahead of them and stay in Division 2 again next season while I'm on it we're probably going to have Cork and Parky Keeve next year they're in Newbridge or wherever they're going to play their game uh, and then Mead will be in RD that'll be that one to look forward to and then Donegal we played them away in 2012 so we might have them at home that'd be great to get Donegal down the road Armagh we played them at home and drawed in 2070s we're probably playing them away in Boxer Athletic rounds. that'd be a thumping match because that's a real that's a really good um, that's exactly what Andy Farrell would want for his team playing with the dome, playing with the roof closed against the team, like that noisy, really partisan crowd, and they get all the decisions up there, so that'd be a great test for our boys, go into our man, take two points off them, um, as well, but yeah, like, the Division 1 final as well, like, just sticking on that Division 3 final, and you think last year, or Laudan Limerick in that, and you think what was that? Were, were we as bad, or was it just your your kind of your r- r- red tinted glasses looking at it? But I do think we were a better team coming up than any of those teams that was played over the weekend. Um, you know those Division Three, Division Four finals on the Saturday night. To be honest, you know, I I just thought I, think I thought the quality in terms of attack and play in the four finals. Barnet the morning, his run, set up Nile Murphy for his goal as well I don't think Niall Murphy played that first season he was very quiet for Sligo but yeah Um. no I would have yeah I think we'll we'll stay ahead of Fermanagh and Cal and hopefully next season that will keep us right up take points off Mead and Kildare again trip away to Park and where we know fairly well and then Donegal and Lama look it again ahead of myself that's another 12 months down the line looking fairly closer we had a lot of waterlogged pitches not a pitch in the county got away with I think one Cooley it must be the back pitch of Cooley had a game on today I didn't think like it's, it's usually a wet enough pitch up there but it must have got the drainage right on it but um, yeah is there a case for getting a dome you know or taking over the DKIT dome and getting a, a, an indoor pitch there um, because you see that it's just it's becoming more uh, apparent in kind of big chunks of the season nearly December November December is fine nearly weather always. But it's, it's creeping into February, March, spring, you know, and it's creeping into April now as well. So could we get a dome, get a load of games played off in a dome? Because uh, I know you have a bit of a logjam now, because you're looking at the Shield Cup. Say the Kevin Mullen shield, actually, for example. The Tones and the Plunkets are on one side, but the other side are waiting for the Malachys, the and Mitchells, western Seans. On that side, that quarter final final round, uh, that's been uh, logjammed. um, the other one is the Pats and Matt and the Kevin Mullins or the Shield Cup semi-final that's we moved to Wednesday now the Jocks taking on RD is the other Wednesday game now as well this week Cooley who, who we're talking about the Shield they won today they beat Roach they'll take on the Matinees or the Dreadnoughts in the semi-final and then the other logjam was four teams placing for that semi-final Kevins and going to take on each other for a place and the Clans and the O'Reilly's. this is getting me riled up and revved up for the League All About It show which will be happening about a fortnight's time uh, so looking out for sponsors there do get in touch I will be looking for a sponsorship I'll be trying to get that up and going that live show across all platforms Instagram, YouTube, Facebook Twitter live on the money all the games across all the divisions and bit of crack as well what else are we going to what else is next uh, loud oh yeah in Division 2 of the ladies that final is on this weekend Kildare take on Claire and obviously Clare beat us, but we had a there, so you're probably going to go and tip and look like Clare is going to get the win there. Um, where else do we go now? Yeah, we'll go to Tuesday night, the under-20s. Look at a tough, a tough loss against Dublin. No other w- words about it. You know, disheartening, and it's just, it's it's awful to see a loud get a beating like that. Um, good, like good Dublin team, but not seemingly a vintage of old or whatever. But are a few cracking footballers like Luke Prattnock look forward to see how he goes and Theo Clancy, obviously I mentioned him before. And then the but a serious loud players in there as well. Ten are eligible for next season. Uh, a few harshly take lads subbed off, but there's there's a uh, there's gonna be lads off that team to make and play for loud in the seniors. So maybe that has to be the, the kind of ideal. And looking at this, that it's getting ready for adult football rather than trying to win and get uh, cups on the board. But like, everyone is trying. You know, it's just not happening. It's getting ridiculous now that we haven't got a win. That's eight, eight games since the, tw- since the age grade changed. Hopefully, that changed on Wednesday. On sorry, Tuesday night is the man again. In the ninth to tenth, we take on Wicklow, and depending on results, we can get a second in that group. You know we could go toward it to the quarterfinals as well, but there's still plenty of football to be played at those under twenties. They've, they've really talented bunch of forwards that could get, that could just click. They like they went six points, played really good stuff against Offrey to go ahead in that first game. Bit of a kick in the stones to get the level up, but look at it's still there for them. And really looking forward to seeing them in the ball again. Hopefully, get the weather's not as bad as it was. Uh, and then Wednesday night. The miners take on Dublin in Parnell Park. This is the much lauded minor team. David Reid, Johnny Clark, and Over. I've kind of stayed away from this team. I think they've had enough hype and enough people talking about them and annoying them. Uh, they won the Cherry Riley Cup. That's well documented. Big test there in the Leinster Minor Championship. They have a tough group: Mead, West Mead. In the coming weeks, but Dublin this weekend, this week, I'll be at those two games very interested to see how they get on like you're hearing an awful lot about these teams I've seen a couple of the players obviously Adam Gillespie and the Chevlins from the Loud Miners last year but yeah really looking forward to see how they get on how they set up how they play and I'll be reporting from those two games as well um, so best of luck to them what a massive turnaround if those two teams got a win um, you know obviously Dublin are going to come with you don't know who they're going to come with especially at that age green but yeah that's so that's where it is. Award winners, yeah. Um next year we look towards the uh, LGFA final Shield Cup, Kevin Shield Warlock pitches a dome, extra awards, uh, under twenty minors. That's it wrapped up in a nutshell. I just wanna leave it finally with a wanna shout out to um the Collier family in Cullen. My condolences to them with Frankie Collier passing away. Like you're talking about volunteerism in the GAA and absolutely, like, Frankie Collier epitomised that. He passed away um past couple of days. But, like, talk about service and moving into a village and being remembered fondly forever. He's 50-odd years as treasurer, kit man, secretary, like, within a club. It's serious going just for the pure love of it. It, it became it became a bit of crack at every AGM where that someone would nominate enough, Frankie you do it again and he would do it again and he, he kept up his, his years and years of endless service like the work that goes into into stuff behind the scenes Frankie never ever give out never give a qualm lovely man and uh, just yeah arousie around him so just like to leave on that note that uh, the volunteering is a strong heartbeat within loud G A circles and especially Mark Rain just lost one of the best out there. Right, let's let's go. I will talk to you during the week. Um, obviously the underage games. I will have a transfer podcast. Should have that wrapped up and ready to go. We'll be ra- ramming it up for the league all about show as well. But um, yes, loads happening. Thank you very much for listening to Learn Proud Podcast episode two three eight.